This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I love particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by God is My CEO, a prayer journal for entrepreneurs. I am so excited about this journal because it is the first ever prayer journal specifically for entrepreneurs. God gave me this idea a little over a month ago for me to create this journal for business owners. And I am just amazed with the response that has gotten thus far, the people who've been able to pre-order it and download the 
the virtual digital version um, and get started with growing that relationship with God and allowing God to be the CEO of their business. This journal is amazing because it has a space for you to surrender your business to God. Uh, it has a space for you to write down your million dollar ideas that God is going to give you as you grow in your relationship with him. It has a place for you to write down your answer prayers so that you can constantly be reminded that if he did it once, he'll do it again. There's a page, there's a section called I feel, but I know And in that section, it allows you to navigate the difficult feelings and sometimes just the very personal feelings of being an entrepreneur and relate that to what the scripture says so that you can be encouraged in those not so sexy parts of entrepreneurship. There's also a section for sermon notes. So if you guys are like me and you watch a lot of sermons online or if you just attend church, there's a section for you to take notes in there as well. And then, of course, there are the journaling pages. So there's a morning and evening section for you to journal and spend time with God every single day. So I'm so excited about this journal. I've been getting such amazing responses from everyone who's pre-ordered already and been able to utilize the digital version. So make sure you go to www.blessedandbossedup.com so that you can pre-order yours today. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I'm your host, Tatum Tamia, and of course, I'm so excited to be talking to you guys today. I actually just got back from Cabo. I told you guys on last week's episode that um, I think I recorded the episode on Monday, and then Tuesday is when I left, and then I came back on Friday. So if you follow me on social media, you were able to see all of the fun that we had head in Cabo and I just had such a great time number one I got like the perfect tan <laughs> my tan is like even all over is everything but it was just an amazing time to be around like-minded women you know and to just be around people who get it who understand what you go through as an entrepreneur people who are successful in their own right but still are like hey I need help with this and we're able to sit down and mastermind together and help each other with our businesses like it was such an amazing time and I mean even one of the girls has a doctorate in business she just recently got her, her doctorate and it's like we have all of this knowledge in one place and it's uh, all women all black women no egos no cattiness no nothing it's just all of us there to have a good time and I think these days women empowerment is such a buzzword it's such a hot topic everybody wants to have a women's empowerment event or something like that but a lot of people don't really exercise that in real life or offline and this trip was just 
really women empowerment in real life. And it's something that I'm kind of used to because these are women that I know, of course, and I have mastermind with before. But just being it was something about just being in a different country and we traveling together and stuff like that to just be like, wow, this really is not normal. So I'm just so grateful for the community that I have, just the people I have in my life. Like as an introvert, I really don't understand how I know such amazing women. And I know that it's just all God because I'm, I told you guys before, I'm not the one that's going to be at your local networking event because nine times out of 10, those people aren't really about anything. Like the people that I, that I want to build relationships with are not at networking events. And I knew that from day one, but I didn't really know how that was going to pan out as far as my entrepreneurial journey went. And so um, this group actually came together because we all had a mutual business coach, uh, Raven, who was in one of the... She might have been on like episode seven or something. She was in one of the very first podcast episodes last year. But we all had a mutual connection of her. We've all worked with her. And um, we were all in her coaching program. And then a large amount of us was in her alumni program, too. So we got together uh, every couple months in Mastermind um, through that program. And so that's how we got together. And I was just like thanking God as, as I was on the beach and as I was traveling back just to have this this group of women who are, like I said, successful in their own right. And we can all just come together, pray together, talk about business together, talk about God and just be real people offline and one of the conversations that we were having while we were there was we were just saying how there's a lot of people who you guys um I wouldn't just say you got, but just there's a lot of people who are admired online who are not the same way as they are online in person or they don't really stand for what they say they stand for in real life. And so we've all encountered these people in different ways, whether it be we were speaking at the same event as them or we have mutual friends or whatever. So we've been able to encounter who these people really are. And it's just like they're the the public or up and coming entrepreneurs or people who are so ambitious and are just looking for that inspiration or whatever it is that you're looking for a lot of times get bamboozled by these people who may whose hearts and characters just aren't right and we were talking about that and just saying how it's so important for us to really um talk about things like talk about god all of us are christian women who are entrepreneurs so for all of us to really talk about god and to just really be true and honest and not put up this front like a lot of people do. And um, I wanted to kind of tell you guys too. just be mindful that everybody isn't who they really say they are. Um, yeah, I would just leave it at that. So as you're looking up to people, never idolize somebody so much that your discernment becomes disrupted. Always pray about people before you work with them. Always pay attention to certain things because a lot of times there will be red flags. So don't uh, don't ignore those things because um, that might be telling you something about that person. And, and I'm not going to get into any more detail about that. But I did just want you guys to know that 
there are a lot of people who act as if they're all about this women empowerment and they just aren't really like that in real life. So I want you guys just as you're growing in your entrepreneurial journey and you're uh, being consumers and things like that to just pray to God for discernment so that you can be able to tell the real from the fake. And there's been people who I like and I see that a lot of people admire, but it's just something I'll be like, "Mm, it's just it's just something about them that I can't all the way subscribe. And that's just discernment. And I really don't even need to wait and figure out what that is. <laughs> like, I'm good. Once God gives me that little inkling and something ain't right in there, then I'm I'm that's all I need. But I want you guys to really pay pray for discernment as well. And even pray for that as it relates to the people in your circle. So you may see like a lot of people were um, reaching out to Raven about like, oh, how do we become a part of this? Or people were DMing the rest of us like how can we get in on the next trip and I was like um you can't (laughs) just and that's no shade to nobody else but it's just you have to be so protective of who's in your circle and then even as um Raven was talking about doing this trip um in the next years to come and things like that or doing this trip annually I was telling her like you know I, I trust your judgment as far as who you allow to attend these type of events so as long as you keep the same controls in place that you have so that no crazy people don't slip through the cracks and we out here you know talking about the details of our business that we don't make public to everybody while we're in here talking about sensitive stuff like that I don't need no crazy folk or no takers or no people who the devil has sent to be a part of that. So I was just telling her, like, as long as you keep the same controls in place that you have, I'm good money for whoever you bring in. But that just comes from a level of trust in her and her level of discernment. And um, and also for you guys. So as you're trying to be a part of different groups or you're trying to get more entrepreneurial friends or you're trying to be a part of different circles just make sure your discernment is on a high level because just because somebody is successful does not mean they're going to be good for you you know you don't want to open up the details of your business to just anybody you know when we when we're masterminding we're talking about ideas we're sharing ideas that the world doesn't know about yet we're sharing our money we're sharing all of these things and you don't want somebody who is isn't of good character or who doesn't have your best interest at heart around for that so it's it's so important I, I really wanted to talk about that to just make sure your discernment is on an all-time high when it comes to entrepreneurship and just pray and ask God to send you certain people I, I told y'all I don't go to many networking events but my prayer has always been for God to put what like-minded women in my life and put and as I've progressed and grown my quality of person that I want around me has grown as well and as I just continue to pray for that God sends those people to me I don't have to go anywhere he sends those people to me so the same thing for you keep praying and keep asking God to send you like-minded people but also understand too that you may not be in a season to be able to be around these type of people if you're still dealing with insecurity or something like that you may be around these women and you're subconsciously putting them down or subconsciously being a hater because you're not comfortable with where you are in that season so you may not be ready for this level um for that type of relationship or that level of a relationship. So again, as you, as you guys are praying for and asking God to send you people, 
pray that he prepares you to be able to handle those type of relationships as well to if if you deal with insecurity right now or comparison right now don't think you're not going to compare yourself to the women that's going to be in your circle that you're praying for so if you have trust issues now with friendships then you're not going to be able to really reap the full benefits of having a great community of like-minded women because you're not going to be able to trust them and you're going to always have a guard up and when you have a guard up it's going to be hard for people to be vulnerable with you or if you're a leech or a taker you always want to take 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 from somebody or and you're so opportunistic that you're always taking from somebody you're not going to be able to handle this type of environment either you know we weren't we were masterminding together but we weren't there to to leech off of each other like if we weren't doing a mastermind we were talking about business but we were talking about life and just having a good time and pouring into each other. Like one of the girls was asking me about um, surrendering her business to God. So I was able to pour into her in that type of way. Um, and they and we were just able to really encourage and be there for each other without just trying to take. We, we It wasn't it was such a mutually beneficial situation. And I know that just comes from everybody being whole and prospering individuals by ourselves so when you bring us all together it's a great situation and it's not any cattiness or gossiping or anything like that it's just a good time and a mutually beneficial situation so for you guys who are looking for something like that who have or who have messaged me and asked about how to get a part of uh groups of this sort I just highly suggest that you pray as God to prepare you to heal any wounds or brokenness that you have as it relates to friendships and relationships, and then just wait for him to send you the people that you want in your life. So that's actually not what I wanted to talk about (laughs) for today's episode, but I did want to tell you guys about the trip and how amazing it was and how much fun we had. But on today's episode, I actually want to talk about lifestyle marketing. This was a subject that came up when we were, um, I think it was when we were masterminding, but it was a subject that came up and we all had different views on it. Before I get into it, let's define what lifestyle marketing actually is. According to this website called marketing360.com, it says a lifestyle brand markets its products in a way that embodies the interests, opinions, backgrounds, and attitudes of its target audience. In essence, lifestyle branding is used to create intangible added value. It's the storyline that suggests the product has attributes that go beyond its features or their direct benefits. The idea that drinking Coors beer means you're unpretentious, having an iPhone means you have a meaningful social life or driving a Subaru means you that you care about the environment. Lifestyle branding is the main marketing tactic for products that don't have a utilitarian function such as fashion brands or recreational products or services. Our communist society of logic will never know Ralph Lauren or vacation at Disneyland but with digital marketing and commerce based society the right story sells. I buy a knife because I need to cut up food but it's the story that initially draws my interest. I buy it and I'm certain my food tastes better because I prepped it with a real chef's uh, knife. Now, this is a very high level definition, but I wanted to to point out some key factors. Lifestyle marketing, in essence, is creating a story with your brand that people buy into. That's pretty much what it is. 
And the reason why it's so effective is just like they said in this example, the reason why he bought a knife, he needed a knife to simply cut up food. But the reason why he bought this specific knife is because he wanted to be like the chef who created it. And it's the same thing with our brands and our businesses. And this is a conversation that really came up with us at the mastermind was just lifestyle marketing and figuring out what that means for us individually and how we can make it unique. So let's take Jessica, for example. Jessica is one of the girls who was on a trip. I love her. Her name on Instagram is at irregular underscore Jess. I wanted to interview her while we were there for the podcast, but we just didn't have time. So I'll have to get up with her uh, soon to interview her so you guys could hear her story. But um, with her brand, she shows a lot of her personality because yeah, lifestyle marketing connects with your consumer and their values and it's and you create um, a story that they can uh, buy into, but also you have to show a bit of yourself too. So Jessica is so hilarious. She's one of the funniest people that I've ever met. And she's always like dancing and stuff. And so in a lot of her marketing and videos and things that she posts on Instagram, she always posts like funny dancing videos, but she's wearing her clothes. She owns a clothing boutique and she also creates, she also helps fashionpreneurs launch their clothing lines. And so she creates these funny videos of like dancing and showing her personality, but it also sells the clothes. And so people buy into that because it's like, oh wow, she's funny. I can relate to her. So when it comes to the service leg of her business, she makes herself very approachable and relatable. And so people can see the fruit of what she's doing. They can see her how her clients are launching these successful clothing brands. They can see how she has a storefront and is successful. But now they also can see who she is as a person. So it makes them want to invest in her as opposed to just going to some other business coach who specializes in fashion. And it works for her. Then let's take Raven, for example. If you want to check her out, her name is at Raven Jones, R-A-E-V-Y-N Jones on Instagram. So Raven is very girly, glammed up. So she posts a lot of beautiful pictures with interest, with uh, inspiring captions and captions where you will really learn something from. But she's selling that lifestyle of loving God, but also having being a successful business owner. And so she's showing us the success of her clients. She's showing Showing us um, the lifestyle that she's able to live, the freedom that she's able to have from being self-employed for almost, I want to say eight years or seven years, one of the seven or eight years. So for being self-employed for so long, that freedom that she's able to have, she sells us that lifestyle. So when it comes to her target audience of people who want to go from employee to full-time entrepreneur, she's selling a lifestyle that they want to buy into. And it's the same thing for you guys and your brand. So even let's take me for an example, doing this podcast and sh- being showing my lifestyle of having God as the CEO of my business and communicating that and communicating the things that I go through in real time. It allows you guys to connect with me so that when I introduce, let's say this prayer journal where I tell you about how much journaling is a part of my lifestyle and it helped me grow my relationship with God, which consequently grew my business. Then you're like, oh, I, I want to journal as well because. I want to to have that level of freedom. I want to have a successful business and be considered successful in God's eyes. So you purchase the journal. The journal is effective. So you're able to use it 
and really get what I promised you from it. But it's the lifestyle that I'm talking about that allows you to buy into. Or when I introduce this book where I go into more detail about the how factor of making God the CEO of your business and what that really means and and give you a lot of practical things to apply to your life, then you're going to want to buy into that because of what I've been able to communicate with you through the mainly through the podcast platform or through certain things that I may post on Instagram. So lifestyle marketing is so important. And but in order for you to master lifestyle marketing, there's a there are a few things that you have to tackle beforehand. So I have about one, two, three points or so that um, I want you guys to really take notes and utilize this in your brands. But before I get to that, I want to give you another example, a great example of lifestyle marketing. So let's take Red Bull. Red Bull hardly sells, hardly has call to actions when it comes to a lot of their marketing things. They sell this lifestyle of this extreme sport, adrenaline chasing, uh, doing all these wild, crazy things. They sell that because their consumer are those people, the people who skydive, who do these uh, dirt bike ridings and all of these, this white people stuff, (laughs) all of this stuff, that's their target audience. So they're showing all of these things and they're not saying go buy a Red Bull but they're creating content that's based around a certain lifestyle so now people are integrating Red Bull into that lifestyle it's all about being strategic and I know on the last episode um, the girl asked about what type of content to be posting. This is the type of content that you need to put out there in a variety of different ways, not just on social media, but whatever platform works best for your particular audience. This is the kind of content that you need to put out there. You need to have about 60% more lifestyle stuff than you do things with call to actions. I'm going to say it again. You need about six. There needs to be a 60 40 split between what you're using for a call to action and what's just lifestyle. So if you are a interior designer, 60 percent of your posts should be about or 60 percent of things that you put out in whatever marketing format you do. It should be about how a beautiful space has just made you so much more productive and how how your space has impacted your life and showing this this beautiful, serene, evoking some type of feeling based off of the what it is that you do or the lifestyle of an interior designer or the lifestyle of a person who has a beautiful space, not necessarily the lifestyle of an interior designer, but the lifestyle of a person who has a beautiful space. Then 40% of your content should be, um, have some type of call to action that puts people into your sales funnel. And the best call to actions are for things that are free. So that way you get people, more people into your sales funnel. But yeah, so th- that's what you should be doing with lifestyle marketing. 60% lifestyle, 40% actual traditional marketing where you're driving people to do some type of call to action. Now, I know you're probably like, Tatum, I've never heard of lifestyle marketing before. What does this mean for me? So the first thing that you need to do before incorporating this into your business or your marketing strategy is you need to get as much data as possible. You need to get to know your target audience like, you know, your mama, your cousin, your best friend, your man, whomever. You need to know as much as possible about your target audience because that's going to tell you what type of stuff that you need to post. And remember, on last week's episode, I mentioned share 
different value when I was answering the question. You need to get to know your target audience so that you can figure out what the shared value is between your business goals and their personal goals. That way, all of your content is create all of your content is based on the uh, the things that overlap. So y'all know a Venn diagram. You have one circle to the left, one to the right, and they overlap. And then the middle is the things that both sides have in common. That middle is where you you should live when it comes to your marketing and your messaging. So the first thing that you need to do is get as much data as possible. So let's say your target audience is... Hmm, people who drink coffee or let's make it more specific let's say your target audience is millennial black women who drink coffee you're developing some type of coffee brand or something you need to do as much statistical research not just what you think because feelings are not facts not just what you think not just what you want not just what your friends want but get statistical research use the research of these people whose job is to pretty much understand the psyche or the behaviors of others so go to like a Pew Research Center or whatever um, uh, place conducts these research, read these case studies and figure these things out because they've already done the work for you. Get as much data as possible about your target audience because that'll better inform you about the story that you need to tell. Now, lifestyle marketing only works if if your consumer actually is able to invest in your story. The reason why me using this podcast platform works is because people are able to connect to my story. I provide them a breath of fresh air. Even the way that it worked with the previous format when we weren't even talking about God and business, it was just us talking about the me and Milan talking about the journey of entrepreneurship. People connected with that because there's so much faking out there. There's so much uh, of people trying to sell you perfection and that's not reality. So here you have two young girls who are people people are able to relate to um, talking about the real deal of entrepreneurship in real time. It was like a breath of fresh air again. So it allowed people to really buy into us because of the way that we chose to do lifestyle marketing. And it's the same thing now. The um, You guys will be able to see. I want you guys to really watch what I do as far as this book coming out because I I talk about marketing a lot and I use examples but I want you guys to really see and I'm going to try I don't know if I'm going to do it via mini so or what but I'm going to articulate each step of the marketing process and tell you guys the results of it because I really want to show you how things work when I talked about it when I did the um, uh, workshop on podcasting at the ladies of business conference in Atlanta I was telling them how things worked. Like these were the episodes I was taking like the, uh, what's it called? The prayer journal, for example. I'm like, these are the topics I spoke on on each episode. This is why I spoke about these things. And here's the result. We had a five figure launch. So over $10,000 being made in a launch period over uh, based off of a $20 journal. But it's all about marketing strategically. And I wasn't even 
doing any more detailed marketing than just the podcast. The podcast was really where most of my marketing took place and I might have posted it online, but that was pretty much it. But it was effective because of lifestyle marketing. But when it comes to this book, I want you guys to really pay attention to what I do and pay attention to the the little nuances. So pay attention to the, the topics that I may speak about. Let's say if I do a video or pay attention to the captions, pay attention to if I if I have some type of call to action what that next step is I want to be an example to you guys of how this thing works and how you should be marketing your businesses because I want y'all to make money I don't want y'all to just listen to this and be inspired or listen to this and grow your relationship with God but then you're still lacking on the business aspect of it and so like I said maybe I'll do some some um, mini souls or something breaking down little things but I'm going to be very intentional when it comes to the marketing of this book because this book has to get in as many hands as possible because of just how much value is really in this in this book literally I've been reading it I'm in the phase now where I'm reading through it and I'm making notes to myself about you know you need to elaborate on this or go find some statistics to back up this so it's not opinion based or move this to the beginning of the chapter so it makes more sense to introduce the next subject like I'm doing little uh, edits like that and I'll be done that this week and once that's finished, it's going to an editor that's going to do all the grammatical stuff and it's time to take pre-orders. So, but once I've, I've, I've been, I can get excited and ahead of myself when it comes to marketing because it's something I'm so passionate about. So what I, the controls I put in place for me was I'm not allowed to market the book until I finish the book. <laughs> So that's what I'm doing now. So once it's actually done, you guys will be able to see what I do as far as marketing. But I wanted to give you a heads up so you pay attention. And I would, like I said, try my best to communicate why I do each thing and what the result was so that you can really learn from the process. And if something just so happens to not work, then I'll definitely share that with you as well. Because I know a lot of you guys may be interested in putting out a book or or uh, things of the sort. So anyway, back to lifestyle marketing. The first thing that you need to do is get as much data as possible so that you can truly get to know the habits, the psyche, the behaviors of your target audience. Never just go by what people say because people always say one thing and do another. So it's so important that you pay attention to people's behaviors as opposed to what they say. Number two is what... um, Oh, yes. Number two is make sure your business and brand actually aligns with what your target audience needs and wants. And that relates to the services or products that you're putting out there. That relates to the pricing. If you are marketing to, let's say, the generation after millennials, I don't even know what their generation is called, but the kids, let's say you're marketing to the kids and uh, you have a, a product that's priced at a thousand dollars. That doesn't make any sense. They don't have a thousand dollars. Your pricing isn't matching up with who your target audience is. If you are, uh, you want to be a luxury brand, but your pricing is for everybody, that doesn't make any sense. So you have to make sure that everything in your business and your brand actually aligns with your target audience. So even with language, if I'm marketing to 
entrepreneurs and let's say I'm a Christian based business. I can't just be cussing up a storm and all of my marketing stuff. That doesn't make any sense. That goes against what I say I stand for. And that goes against what a lot of my target audience wants from me. They don't want to hear that. They come to me for something better. It's the same thing with you. What are your core values? So let's take American Apparel, for example. American Apparel branded themselves as this progressive urban brand and they had all of these people into them. But then the the leadership had all of these sexual assault cases. So they didn't, they weren't who they really said they were or they, their core values weren't true. So really make sure that you are who you say you are. All of the, all of the details of your business actually align with who your target audience is. Make sure that you're not doing lifestyle marketing on Snapchat when your whole, when 90% of your target audience is on Facebook. That doesn't make any sense. So it's so important before you even get to the marketing part that your business actually aligns with your target audience. And that goes back to the shared value piece. Now, number three is what's your story? What is your story that your audience can connect to? That goes always goes back to share value. What is your story? What do they want? If you are a, a nutritionist and your audience wants to live a healthier lifestyle, what's that story? You can talk about or tell the story of how people can naturally get rid of certain ailments that they may be taking supplements for. So your lifestyle marketing could be based around being able to not having to deal with depression because of the type of foods that you put in your body are uh, going against whatever chemical causes depression. Or you can talk about how you are or tell the story of someone who is 90 something years old, but they're able to be active and live as if they're 20 something years old based off of their diet so now people are connecting with that they have family members who are older and seem to be withering away and they're like oh man maybe if I invest in this person and they help with the nutrition then my grandma will be able to to act like this around me you just have to figure out how you can create a story that is mutually beneficial to your business goals as well as your audience's goals Now, I'm going to go through this one more time. The three points that I talked about today for lifestyle marketing is one, have data. Know as much as possible about your target audience. Two, make sure that your business and brand actually aligns with what your target audience needs. That includes pricing, language, core values, every single thing, even visual branding stuff. If you're marketing to males, why are you using pink? You know, just even things like that. And then lastly, what's the story? How can you create a story that is mutually beneficial between you and your target audience? And then you can tell that story in a variety of ways. Once you develop that story, you can tell it in 15 second clips through your stories. You can tell it through one minute clips through to on your Instagram page. You can tell, tell it through lives on your 
whatever social platform. You can tell it through a podcast every week. You can tell it in a variety of different ways to meet your people where they are, but you have to have the story in place first. And then also just remember that you should be doing lifestyle marketing. So that means not asking people to do anything, but showing them why they need you 60% of the time and only uh, selling directly 40% of the time. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to come back and answer a question. This question, I'm going to just say is from Anonymous. It says, first off, I just want to say that I've been listening to your podcast for a while now and I find it so enriching and enlightening for us black girls who are trying to break out of their comfort zone. Oh, thank you. It's definitely helped me put a lot of things in perspective and apply new lessons to my daily life. I'm a young mom and recent college graduate who is currently finding themselves in their purpose, which is away from my degree of study. Coming into this year, my relationship with God has deepened and become closer. I faced a lot of things growing up and had had some really dark periods in life, but I took the time to do the work and I regained control of my life. However, I hear God telling me the things I went through weren't for me, that, that he wants me to go back and be who I needed when I was growing up. I've been planning on creating a youth group slash project for girls between the ages of 12 to 18 while uplifting and empowering self and others while overcoming other challenges in the high school phase. I have ideas and a name set for it, which is the easy part, but I'm still a little unsure on how to develop it and get it into works. I've also been fasting and praying on it. Excuse me. What would you recommend as far as development? So first of all, congratulations on just being able to hear from God and getting that type of direction and also having the courage to be able to operate in what he told you to do. That's something that is not easy. A lot of people get, first of all, a lot of people are at the place to be able to hear from God, first of all. Second of all, a lot of people are still stuck in those dark moments that you talked about and haven't been able to get out of them. So I'm just proud of you for beating the odds and for getting through it. So I definitely, before I answer the question, just wanted to say kudos to you. And I pray that God just continues to give you more direction on um, this new vision. He continues to give you favor. I pray for favor over your business, favor over the impact that you're able to make on these girls' lives, supernatural success for everything that you do. I, I declare and decree that everything that you touch prospers and that everything that you went through was not in vain, that the weights, W-E-I-G-H-T, of what you went through will be worth it, um, and that people's lives will be changed as a result of you obeying God. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to say that to you before answering the question, because these things are not easy, especially when you're doing work based off of something that you've personally gone through. It can be a lot because you have to dig up and pick at old wounds in order for you to pour into other people. So I definitely commend you for it. Um, Of course, this resonates with me because I had, uh, I have a youth program called the Queen Academy, which was based around similar things, just pouring into high school girls based off of the things that I've gone through. But to answer your question, uh, the first, what I would do now that you have some ideas and you have a direction to go in, now put yourself in your target audience's shoes. Now, your target, you have two target audiences with this. You have the youth, the girls that you're going to actually serve, but then you have the people who write the checks, which are their parents or the um, principals or whomever. So if I was you, I would start at the height because instead of talking to schools individually, why not talk to the 
superintendent of the whole county and then convince them to have your program and then your program will be in multiple schools as opposed to you having to talk to each school individually. So it's all about working uh, smart and not necessarily working hard. And so if I was you, I would think about that. What do superintendents look for when it comes to program and programs in their schools? Um, I will also develop a, a curriculum, a very academic-based curriculum. You have to speak their language when you want them to write these checks. So do an academic-based curriculum based off, um, for your program and talk about the how this helps with attendance in schools, how this uh, helps with academic achievement, how this will help with the goals of the actual school systems or school district. Really come up with um, a curriculum that speaks their particular language. It's a lot easier to in, to really impact the girls. And so that's something I would do last as far as coming up with like little activities or whatever it is. I would really focus the, the bulk of my time right now on developing a curriculum that can be duplicated too. So also provide an option to where not only can you produce this program in multiple schools, but you can even train like teachers or guidance counselors to do it because you're only one person and I'm not sure if you're going to have multiple people under you or whatever but use the people that's already in place so you can create something and um, you can create it in the uh, curriculum to where you can either you can um, implement it or the teachers or guidance counselors or whoever's already at the school can implement it. So provide those two. And then you can, of course, do like a training, a train the trainer type of situation um, for the guidance counselors. And in that way, they're already working it and you can focus on getting more opportunities. So that's what I would do if I was you developing that curriculum that speaks the language of superintendents and then start developing a plan to reaching out to them. So whether it be I'm going to doing cold. If I were you, I would cold call. I would email. I would go up, go up to the office. I would send something in the mail just or reach out to people on like LinkedIn or something like that. Going to different networking events, wherever superintendents go, whether they might have some type of like conference for superintendents. I would go there and be like a, a vendor or something to where I'm really able to meet these people. This is the stuff that you're going to have to do offline to really meet and network with these people after you develop this curriculum that can be proven. Now, after you get your opportunity, because you will, to implement this program, then it's important while you're doing that to collect as much data as possible. Because in the beginning, you're selling them on something that you haven't necessarily executed yet. So all of the language and stuff has to be right or the the predictions of what this program can do has to be right because you don't have any testimonials yet. Now, once you get in to something, that's when you start collecting data. So now you can not only take numbers that matter to them, but take numbers that are specific to what you do and present that to other superintendents and things like that. If I was you, that's what I would do. You also said that you've been fasting and praying on it. I would really sit and listen to God on what he wants me to do next. 
what what and ask him like God what school system do I need to implement this with next or what or what school system do I need to start with what area do I need to be in to do this who do I need to reach out to do it should I do what Tatum recommended and reach out to superintendents or if there or is there a specific school you want me to target so that I can um excuse me make an impact there so as it's important for any of you guys who have been fasting and praying on something to also incorporate listening. And a lot of people, they tell me like, well, Tatum, I fasted, I've prayed, I've prayed, I feel like I haven't heard from God on this. And they're asking me questions. Now, I'm going to answer your question based off of my knowledge, but you also have to take the time to listen to the source and listen to God and not do anything until he tells you to do it. That's the difference between surrendering and doing things of God and doing things in your own strength you have to to calm your excitement in order to hear what he wants you to do and um and a lot of people once they do the fasting and praying they still aren't hearing anything they feel like now it's time for them to do something no it's now it's time for you to be patient and 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 put yourself in positions to hear from God and what he wants you to do and also you may figure out that I don't know how to hear from God and that's okay now that gives you something to do while you wait it gives you opportunity to read Joyce Meyer's book she should be paying me a commission for as much as I talk about this book but that gives you an opportunity to read Joyce Meyer's book how to hear from God and learn how God speaks to you that gives you the opportunity to dig more into the scriptures and things like that to learn how God speaks to you but it's so important I didn't want this to go unsaid that as you're fasting and praying to actually listen for instructions and instructions may not always come immediately but it's okay as long as you listen to instructions because once you get it you then you have that stamp of guarantee that it's going to be successful once you do once you actually hear from God and do what he tells you to do but yes best of luck to you girl let me know how it goes if you guys have any questions submit those to www.blessedandbossedup.com click on the ask a boss tab and it will submit a question or you can send me an email tatum t-a-t-u-m at tatumtamia.com t-a-t-u-m t-e-m-i-a dot com also we're halfway through the year so send some wins of the week so that we can celebrate I could play some DJ Khaled and shout all of you guys out for all the amazing things that you've been able to do thus far and lastly please leave a review thank you so much to everybody who left reviews last week I was almost shedding thug tears just reading the the things that you guys have to say so I love you guys I appreciate you so much for tuning into this show and sharing it every single week Um, But yeah, thank you. Please leave a review and I will talk to you guys next week. Do you dream of owning a home, but feel like it's just out of reach? If only you had perfect credit or a big down payment. At First National Bank, we believe homeownership is for everyone. That's why we offer affordable options for all budgets with one-on-one support from a home loan expert who's in your neighborhood and in your corner. Get started at fmb-online.com slash own it.